Hi, everyone. Pastor Galen, lead pastor at Shine Hills Church. Thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. We hope that these podcasts will be a real encouragement to you on your spiritual journey. You can also connect with Shine Hills at shinehills.org. Hope you enjoy the program. We are across the street and around the world. Cheyenne Hills. Okay, cool. so I've got I've got some. This falls under the category of interesting. I don't know things. That's about it. Okay, I'm not. They're not theological things here necessarily, but just, I just interesting. Want, I'm things. just going to throw it out because things got, that make you go, hmm. I go, huh, okay. Well, this is kind of interesting. So the Latin root word for quarantine is forty. Did you know that? I didn't know that. I didn't either. We actually looked stuff. it up, so I know it's true. It's so you 40. know it's true. Well, Google so, said. Yeah, Google said it was yeah. forty. Quarantine means forty. So, so what does the Bible say about forty? So this is when you know you kind of get in that number thing and all oh, that. Yeah. So just kind of put that number hat on. Okay. Okay. So the f- flood lasted forty days. Mm-hmm. Boom. Right there. <laughs> right. It's 40 right years the Moses fled Egypt. We know that. 40 yeah. days Moses stayed on Mount Sinai to receive the Ten Commandments. Knew that. Mm-hmm. Exodus lasted 40 years. Yep. Jesus fasted for 40 days. Lent is 40 days. Didn't know that, actually. I should have. I should know that. I shouldn't. Shouldn't have admitted that probably. Yeah, yeah we can, we can delete right. that, I think. 40 weeks we'll edit this. Forty weeks of gestation is a normal pregnancy. Uh, I, sh- I probably knew that. A group of theologians think that the number 40 represents change. And it's time and is the time of preparing a person or people to make a fundamental change. Wow. So if, I mean, that's kind of an interesting fun fact, isn't that's it? That's really interesting. To think that, okay, we are in quarantine or 40. Yep. And 40, it means something big is going to change. Right. Um, I would say that at least is true in my life that qu- the quarantine has changed some things. For sure. Yeah, it made yep. some shifts. And, you know, we're, we were even talking this morning about what, what church may look like and, you know, if if and when this ban is ever lifted and the quarantine's lifted, then what will this, what will church look like? Right. And so it's, I think there's we some can, changes. There's going to be some changes. Yeah. So whether this is true or not, we know that the quarantine does, uh, means 40. We do know that. Yeah. But it, uh, I don't know if you can tell, but some change. but Julie, who's behind the glass, she's singing uh, that Michael Jackson song about going to make a change for once in my life. I, I'm trying to read her lips. I don't know the. <laughs> she's always, <laughs> everything reminds her of a song. It does. Yeah, it or does. a musical or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, so the here's what I. Michael Jackson song. Here's what Got I'd it. like to talk about. Um, I would like to talk about things that are in God's timing. Okay. Because. Okay, so I, I heard this guy speak the other day, and it and it re-reminded me of, and I'm going to have to share with you now my eschatology, okay? My eschatology is I am a pre-trib, pre-trib rapture person. I'm, I'm okay. a pre-millennial. In other words, I don't believe the millennials. You came before the millennials <laughs> were <laughs> no, born? That's, uh, oh, that's a different be- kind of millennial. way before the millennials. <laughs> and pre-millennial, it means that I do not believe the millennium has happened, okay? That's right. what pre-millennial I'm also pre-tribulational. I believe that there will be a rapture of the church before the tribulation hap- happens, which is the that 70 we- 70th week of Daniel mm-hmm. that we're still, I think we're looking forward, looking still in the, the future for us. And so anyway, I was listening to this guy, and I've often, here's how I've often preached uh, that passage in, in 1 Corinthians, uh, no, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, 16, 17. And it says that, uh, it talks about encourage one another with these things that we will be caught up in the air with him and we will reign with Christ, re- remain with Christ, 
and comfort one another with these words. Yeah, a blessed hope. It's it yeah. is a blessed hope that okay somehow God is going to spare, you know, the church, mm-hmm. and then we're going to have this marriage supper in the, with with the Lamb right. in His kingdom, and that's that's the teaching of Scripture, and so I've often taught that as, you know, I'm a pre-tribulational rapture person. Now, if we happen to get into the tribulation. I will change my view. Right? <laughs> right That's right. how I've taught that. I kind of joked about right, it. And all right, right, right. Well, this guy, okay, he's a he's Messianic Jewish, meaning he believes in Yeshua. And I'm not kidding you. He made me feel in a, a, a fresh way that the rapture is, I mean, the rapture gave him tremendous comfort. Wow. He's talking about all the things that you can see coming, you know, whether it's the mark of the beast or you can see this coming and that coming and the one world government, one right. all these things that people are seeing and watching. And, right. and you can have, if you can binge watch on YouTube or, you know, you can find all kinds of stuff out there. Right, right. Well, and he took such comfort. And I guess he's preaching all over, um, all over the world, really. Uh, he's got 10 million followers on his podcast which is like right wow. up with her with us is almost yeah right he's, al- there. <laughs> he's getting there he's getting there <laughs> and uh but but i guess you know he's been to brazil and, and but he preaches the rapture of the church and it's like wow. that's not you wouldn't think that's where you'd start but he preaches it in right. such a passionate way of hope yeah. and it's like well that's what that's supposed to bring is hope yeah and i would tell you i just as my own personal confession it he has reignited in me a fire of for evangelism and f- for um, this blessed hope that we have that God's got this. Yeah, and yeah. No matter what I, happens, that's on time, good. Go ahead. No, that's that's really good. I think we overlook that sometimes. The the blessed hope of Christ's return and Him calling up the church, and we we do overlook that. And I think, especially in this quarantine time, it's easy to get lost in the weeds on all of this and not and yeah. and not see it. So it's it's great to have a guy who stands up. And he says, hey, this probably isn't the end, but I think I could see it from here. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and this may be how it turns out. Let's let's look to Christ. Uh, That's good. J- John Walbert was a, our chancellor at the seminary when I when I was in Dallas Seminary, and he had, he had a, a saying, a way of saying things that I thought was interesting. He said, if, if you know that Christmas is getting close and Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving hasn't happened yet, you know that Thanksgiving is near. Like so right. so example if 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 uh, the grocery stores or the stores are putting out Christmas decorations and it hasn't right. been Thanksgiving yet, you know Thanksgiving's coming it's quick. It's coming. Yeah. Right. And so that's kind of how we are with the rapture of the church. It's like it's it's on the timeline, it's in Daniel, it's in, you know, first Thessalonians, it's it's really throughout scripture and that God has got a plan and that mm. it, uh, this whole idea of being raptured is that's the Latin word, it's caught up is the word that's used in... in yeah. So, Galen, someone, someone uh, said recently, uh, you know, well, the word rapture isn't even in the Bible. Yep. So wh- why do we even talk about it? I, I, I know you you have a thought on that. Well, yeah, it's the the word caught up is the English word, and but if you take caught up and the Latin word for caught up is rapture. And mm-hmm. so when we talk about that as, as the rapture of the church, it's already been translated into Latin, which is probably not fair for people because they're they're looking for rapture in the back of their you know Bibles and their dictionary, and it's not <laughs> I, there. But um, so anyway, that's uh, I just I just want to say real quick is like I don't have a timing. I think a lot of people are looking for the God clock, mm-hmm. and um, and I don't have it. I've been I've been looking some 
you know, kind of unpacking some things myself. But I did find something about the God clock that I think we as Christians, we, we tend to skip over too often. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, uh, this isn't going to answer all of our questions, but I think it's interesting in, in light of timing. Okay. So, um, the, 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 the Hebrew word is Shavuot. Shavuot. Shavuot is a Jewish holiday. It commemorates the single most important event in Israel's history in the giving of the Torah. It's the first, first five books of the Bible and so of the Hebrew Bible. And so when, when, Moses was on Sinai. Mm-hmm. He was given the the law, right? Okay, and the, that was the... He was on there for 40 days. He was there for 40 days. I think yeah. you were listening. Yeah, That's I good. was. I was good. Pay attention. And so these are kind of bookend festivals. There's seven of the festivals. Leviticus chapter 23 talks about those festivals. God gives instructions on, on what the Jewish people are supposed to do. Honestly, I have to confess, I am not great with these. I have to kind of get a running start. I've read yeah. through them and stuff, but... It's, I think we're missing a lot by not knowing them, them better. Yeah. I'll just say yeah. that for myself. No, me too. Um, but Passover is start is the is the bookend. It's the it's house when the children of Israel came out of of Egypt. They put blood on the doorposts of the lamb's blood on the doorposts so the death angel would pass over mm-hmm. the children. Children and the firstborn were spared. If you didn't have blood on the doorposts, then uh, obviously the firstborn was was uh, was not spared. And so at that that was the last plague that is called Passover, and during Passover they were to eat unleavened bread, which is um, it didn't raise, didn't have time to raise. You had to you had to eat it quickly. Yeah. So they had to make these cakes. They put them on the stove real quick and they ate them. And so right. when they celebrate Passover, they they do the unleavened bread because remembering uh, there's a lot of things, but the leaven rep- right. represents sin. And so they wanted to have this uh, this unleavened bread, which is, has no sin in it, has, and it's quick, and it's uh, ready to go quickly, and it reminds them of what their forefathers had to do when they came out of Egypt. So that is Passover. Now, 50 days later, is, they say that it took 50 days for the children of Israel to wander around in the wilderness to get to Sinai. That wasn't the whole, not the promised land, but Sinai. Mm-hmm. So Moses goes up. It's the law from God, comes back, and it's presented to God. And so that is the bookend. That's that's Shavuot. So you got Passover, and I'm going to say this. I'm going to mess it up. It's, it's Sukkot. You might, can you say that better than no, I do? No. I think it's right. Sukkot. You go ahead and say it again. That's the, good. <laughs> on the front end of it, so I can say it twice wrong. <laughs> and then sh- Shavuot on the, on the back end. So those are bookend uh, festivals. And so th- I just think it's, A, they're interesting, mm-hmm. but... The one thing that I wanted to bring up is, uh, so now let's, let's hold those thoughts. Okay. Now, um, Jesus ascended into heaven because he was here for 40 days. Here's back to our 40, Yep. right? He showed himself to that he was fully alive for 40 days. Then he went up to Mount of Olives, mm-hmm. ascended into heaven. I think we're now in Acts chapter 1, right? Right. Uh, probably Matthew 25 is also there. Yep. At the same time, they yep. cross over there. And then so Jesus ascends to heaven, that's day 40. And then uh, 50 days, uh, this is what you're better at. Is it 50 days after the Passover? Yeah. Yeah, so 50 days after the Passover. So Jesus would have been three days after the Passover when he raised from the grave, right? Right. And then, and then um, but it was 50 days before that. So 47 more days. Okay. Did I just confuse everything? I kind of been, I kind of confused me on well, that. Well, it, it's the whole thing is confusing, but because <laughs> the 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 um, sh- 
Shavuot, which is yeah. the, the giving of the law celebration, that is the 50 days, and that's when Pentecost right. happened, right? Right. And so what I think is interesting is that God used these festivals. Yeah. He showed up on these festivals. Um, right. You know, he, the Passion Week was, was during, I mean, Passover was it within the Passion Week, right? Right, right. And he was crucified. And then, and then here we are at the, the tail end of the 50 days. He, you know, he walks around for 40 days after he ascended, and he, then a few more days, it makes 50. Um, that's when Pentecost happened. That right. Pentecost and, sh- and sh- Shavuot yeah. are the same same event. Yeah. So it's, it's fascinating to me to see the timing. Go ahead. So he, he would have, uh, as I understand that timeline, so Jesus would have rose from the grave what would have been 43 days after Passover. Okay. So then that means he has one week, seven days. Before, uh, uh, before the uh, Pentecost. So, there, I mean, if you're looking at numbers and you're into all of that, I I just think that's really interesting that it's one full week or seven days, seven a perfect number, all that kind of stuff. Right. So, just really interesting. That is fun stuff. Okay, so then Timing. he's he's ascended into heaven, and uh, but but I think it's interesting that um, on day fifty or the Pentecost or Shavuot, the Spirit of God comes down. It's the same day that they, children of Israel, got the law. Yeah. It's the same day that these new believers got the Spirit of yeah, God. Yeah, get the Holy Spirit. Right? I think it's fun. Yeah. Now, I don't it's know. It's like, good one, God. No, no, way to go. That's, <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't think he was just closing his eyes and picked those days. Right. right. So the, I say all that to say, I think God has a plan mm-hmm. in all of this. And he's going to use some some poetry. We've seen some of that poetry with uh, yeah. you know, the, the angels, you know, making the... The Ark of the uh, Covenant and on the, the mercy seat. On the mercy yeah, seat, yeah. we talked right. about. That's a great picture. There's just so many things that are kind of irony, ironic like that. And I just think, I don't know what God's clock is, but I do think that He does have a plan. And uh, yeah. I think it uh, it's gonna it's gonna fall. His rapture, His church, the whole thing, it's gonna fall in a way that when we see it, we go, oh. I should have figured that out. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. I think of course we right. know that we no one knows the day or the hour. I get that. Right. And he's going to come like a thief in the night. But uh, it's a, I think it's a fascinating picture. Uh, yeah. I think it's one we need to. I don't know. It's kind of where my mind has been the last yeah of time. Well, and and I like seeing it from this perspective. John Maxwell he talked about. Uh, you remember all of those rapture maps? You know that so. Back in the old days, they'd have these maps, and they'd have all these verses, and these verses would point to yes. this event and yes, that yes. event, and you know, you get one of those maps out yes. and look at it and go, oh, that kind of makes sense. And then you get another one, and they'd use the same verses but different places and yep. all that. Yep, sure. And it was crazy. And anyways, uh, John Maxwell, he talks about, he goes, I don't know, but maybe the father is standing next to the son, and, and he has those maps all laid out, and he puts his arm around Jesus and just says, I son, I want to send you back just as soon as I can figure these things out. And, you know, I, I mean, he's being silly, obviously. But the the timing, now that we're on this side of things, I think we look at the timing and go, God's timing is perfect. And I am, I am confident and comfortable that his timing is perfect. And I'm looking forward to that blessed hope. Right. And I think that's the main thing. You know, and I know God's got a plan. I know that I don't know the plan, but the, the, just the fact that he's got a plan. I don't know why. I'm just go, let's go to quarantine just real quick because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I 
I've heard words like stir crazy. I've heard of these kids are driving me crazy. I've heard, um, you know, I'm going to go, go nuts if we don't, you know, if we don't get back to work. Um, right. Kenny, don't you want to go to the office? Yeah. Oh, that's just in my house. <laughs> that's just your house. <laughs> but, but I, I think there is a, this stirring of, of the soul of going, yeah. oh my gosh. And then I think we look down the road and think, I wonder if there's ever going to be a normal again. You know, we talk about yeah. these new normals. I don't know what, I don't even know if we know what that's going to look like. And we've been talking about that and making some plans and, and it, and it does, it stirs you up inside. Yeah. Or it does me. I mean, it it has, and it's like, I've had to work, you know, there, the one verse that I was working in my soul this morning, it's uh, Proverbs uh, three, five, and six is trust Mm. in the Lord with all your heart. Mm -hmm. Do not lean on your own understanding in all your ways. I mean, if I leaned on my own, my understanding right now of, of things, it's like, I, I don't have a clue. Yeah, you know, do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And I've, you know, whether it's a way of my family, the way of finances, the way of the church, the way of how we're going to get back going again. Mm -hmm. You know, all your ways, acknowledge him. Yeah, and he will make your path straight. And I, I think it's probably, I was just leaning on that verse this morning, saying, okay, gotta. I Lord, I need to lean on this because my soul is a little stirred up right now. Yeah. Well, and I. I love the that scripture is alive and active and it meets us right where it is, where we are. How many times have we read that passage and we're seeing it in a in a fresh and new way? And you you've used that phrase a couple times, stirred. And I know we're getting ready to do a series here in a few weeks, right. I think, yep. called Stirred Not Shaken. Do you yep. wanna I, I mean yeah, that kind of talks it. in the yeah, talk about that. Well it's it's the book timing. of Joel and what Joel is all about is is really God's really stirring in them to try to bring the people back to himself. It wasn't, I think, necessarily one particular sin, but it was a sin of complacency. Yeah. It was just like they were just kind of going through the motions. Right. And and I think it's a perfect book for us to consider because I, I kind of wonder if God's not saying in all this, you know, you've kind of been going through the motions. Maybe, and I'm just talking about the church. Maybe I'm right. just talking about Galen. Right. You know, are you are you really all in? Are you really leaning on me? Are yeah. you really trusting me in in fresh and new ways? Are you just kind of going through the motions? Because that, you know that's a fear. You can you can fall into those ruts we talked about. Yeah. And so, I I think it's I think Joel. And then of course it talks about the day of the Lord, and we're going to hit some of this and and talk about the what what the timing, the biblical timing of the day of the Lord may be and what that yeah. looks like, for at least from the perspective of the book of Joel. So I think it's going to be a great series. I think it's one that people are going to be interested in. And uh, there's, I, I was wrong. I said that there was a, the uh, locust plague going on. There's actually two. Oh, wow. There's apparently, and this is what I, all my watching of stuff. Right. But there's a major locust plague, I guess, going through the Middle East, starting Iran. And we know the one, oh, I've wow. seen pictures of the one going through Africa. So that's a, uh, that's wow. a kind of a big deal. I mean, it's a yeah. bigger deal in parts of the country that we're we're not living, but that's a right something's going on. So, yeah, no, that's a really good point. And you know, we're talking about timing and everything, Galen. I I I just gotta tell you, um, as as we kind of wrap up our time, uh, I've gotten a text and a couple of emails recently, and uh, and the, here's what they said: How's Galen doing? It was like, Hi, Kenny. How's Galen? And I'm. <laughs> 
Uh, well, they so, know you're fine. They, they, the one that was like, I'm pretty sure you're good, but Galen's got to be, he's missing it. No, I it, but, but I said, well, you know what? I'm not, I'm not going to answer for him. So I'll give you the opportunity. How are you doing through all this? That's How's good. your soul? You know, I, I'm really good. I, the, I've had some flashes of real, uh, like Monday at my soul was really sad. And it's weird. I was mm. like, what am I feeling right now? And that, that's what kept coming to mind. I felt like there was a funeral, and I think as I unpack it, I think I was thinking of nothing's going to be the same again. There's going to be, mm. of course, I was going to extremes, but it's like right. there was a sadness in my soul that I really couldn't escape. Yeah, That was really, really burdening me. It's like, wow, I've, yeah. I seriously felt like a funeral. And um, and, th- and there's some sadness. You know, I, I, I can't be home. I, you know, you're not supposed to go. My family's in Kansas, and my I've got a grandson, a grandson. My son has a new do- has a brand new baby daughter. So I've got a granddaughter mm-hmm. in in uh, in Colorado I haven't seen and my dad, you know, want to go home and see my mom and dad and just yeah. they're, you know, just health-wise and see how they're doing and I don't know, it's just like it's kind of hemming me in and maybe that's part of it. I don't mm-hmm. know, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, I'm going to tell them, listen to the podcast. And, and they'll know. And they'll know. Yeah, <laughs> and good. they'll know. Well, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, well, thanks for asking. Well, yeah. I hope you're doing well. I mean, th- th- I think everybody's got their own level of stirring. And maybe you have certain times of day that just kind of hit you a little harder. I think I think the one thing, I, I'll just tell you, I say this, but I'm, I'm actually having to live it. Be strong and very courageous. God bless you all.